and insane that this episode is dessert week and not wiggly jiggly week because every bake <laughs> is wiggly everything's and wiggling and jiggly they gave me the wiggly that's, jigglies that's a good point it's nuts well john, when you eat a john lot of desserts said, you get the wiggly you jigglies. get wiggly and jigglies john said it's crazy that this is dessert week and i wouldn't eat any of this <laughs> well, well that's I'm, fair I'd for like, the showstopper she, Cheesecake, I, I, I used to like when I was like a kid, but now, I mean, that I try not to eat as much dairy. Cheesecake is, um, it's, it was never it was like incredible. It. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. It's pizza, not, pizza's worth the, yeah. the, the consequences. So cheesecake, cheesecake isn't worth is it for me. It. I <laughs> thought that's the Sussex pond pudding, which we will talk about, looks oh my disgusting what to me. Hell? Looks utterly atrocious. That was wild. And then well, I'm okay. not, yeah, like, we'll get there. I w- <laughs> I, I, and I was never that big into like jelly or jello. I like yeah. even as a kid, I didn't like it. So no. all of this, <laughs> no. I think people no. all like of this jelly. to me was like I was just like, ooh. But hey, you know, yeah. here we are, and I think other people might feel differently. So I'd be yeah, interested. Yeah, to hear. you know, like if you um, like, you know, everybody yeah. likes their thing. If you like jelly. You're disgusting. <laughs> Come on. I kind of feel the same Jello, way. Jello yes. is good and delicious and it no, does no. something Nick's, fun. No. You're wrong. You're, Do you wait, know, wait, I'm hold sorry. on. Do you remember who Jello on, picked as their spokesperson? Defend, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's a low wait, blow. Jello wait, picked Bill Cosby well, that, as their that's spokesperson. A low blow. Oh, sure. <laughs> what, was this so in the there 80s? You go. It doesn't matter when it was. It was wrong. Oh, Just like Jell-O. Exactly. No. All right. All right. There <laughs> is something goofy about Jell-O. Jell-O is fun. It is wobbly. It is the movie flubber in food form. And what a joy to have. Jell-O comes in many colors and they're bold and effervescent. Jell-O is the core of what delights me about our gorgeous Judge Prue, who this week we found out is 80 wow. years old. What is that real? Did you look That's, it up? Is it? No, we, is that real? we didn't look it up. I took her word for Would it. Would she lie and about we never being will. 80? And I will we say, never will look it up. I will say Flubber is the only Robin Williams movie I would want to taste. <laughs> I would, you know I'd that you would it. taste big. I would taste Birdcage too. I would taste, <laughs> what was that really pretty painting movie that Robin Williams did where he was in a painting? Oh, Are you know, talking about what dreams may come? Where yeah, he, what dreams may okay. come. He wasn't in a painting, but yeah. He I love us playing the game well, <laughs> of which Robin Williams he, movie he, we would taste. <laughs> he goes to, um, and in twenty forty-three, that'll be a week. And he on goes to heaven. Show. Yeah, he goes to heaven. But but to be fair to what Tessa was saying, he is in a pa- he's in a painting in one and iteration I think it's of Honestly, of heaven. I think this is this. I think there's a tie-in here. I think he's in a field of poppies in that movie. He's in a lot of things, but so yeah, okay. that a beautiful in. Japanese poppy. Wow, Victor. it's a very interesting movie. It's about him going 
he dies, he goes to heaven, but then he's his Okay, we're moving his wife, on from his wife isn't there. Bicentennial man. Oh, all right, fine. I want. If you guys <laughs> want to hear about more about movies, watch Black Man Can't wow. Listen to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood podcasts. <laughs> Will you guys do an episode on that movie? Never because it stars a white man. <laughs> All right, just checking. That's fair. She is 80 years old. She was born in 1940. That is bananas. That is nuts and crazy. What is she, she taking? She looks amazing. Dairy. That's and crazy. She looks so lively 65. and she's full Quick of joy witted. and vitality. Yeah, she's a blessing on this earth. What the what? Oh my God. She looks amazing. First of all, her hair colorist, whoever's doing her hair, is that her natural graying process? Because she has that like dark root shade and then the light. If that's if she's somebody's doing that, they are doing such a great job on she her hair. So cool. She has her just vibrant red ugh. lips. Wow. She <laughs> has, knows who we are one. right now because we didn't. Oh yeah, we don't know ourselves. what. No, nobody knows what they're listening to. Well, except for that they know the Squire British Bacon Pod. Okay. Welcome to the Great British Baking Pod. My name is Jensen Titus, and I'm one of four hosts on this gorgeous show that is about <laughs> the Great British Baking Show season 11, or season 8, wait, eight. other way around. Eight. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yes. On Netflix. You got it. You got, you got it right. It. And it's we're just comedians, series. and we're just going to talk about it. We don't know shit about baking, y'all. <laughs> um, I'm Nick Shepard. I'm another host of the Great British Baking Pod. I have a master's degree in the culinary arts, no, and I've spent a lot of time in um, kitchens at high volume, five star restaurants around the world. And so I'm going to really bring in that Plenty expertise to everything that we take up. Plenty of back of the house and front of the house training yeah. on my part, for Great. sure, for sure. Michelin star. <laughs> my name is Jonathan Braylock, and I've been working. And I've worked in restaurants for six years. I frequented uh, Applebee's and IHOP growing up, so I have a very sharp taste and palate. Sharp taste and sharp, 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 sh- sharp taste and palate. Hi, my name is Tessa Claire Hirsch, and I'm more summer. of a I'm more of a. Uh, I'm born and raised American cook. You know, don't need nothing fancy like a chef. I, I I like to cook. I like butter. I like flavor. Hey, if it's got fat in it, then it's got flavor in it, and then I'm gonna eat it. And uh, I mean, that's true. I I cook for big families, and <laughs> you, you don't cook for big. Families. I cook for big families. Big family events and big family. I, I prefer outdoor cooking versus indoor cooking. And um, you've never touched a grill in your life. Um, if the flame is a grilling, then I'm a sizzling. Chilling. Chilling. Wait, a sizzling. If the flame is a grilling, then okay. I'm a sizzling. I'm sizzling. Okay. And I've heard that you actually prefer a really particular kind of birchwood when you barbecue outside. Can you talk to me a little bit about the birchwood? Oh, yeah, the birchwood is, uh, well, the point is that the, the smoking point on the birchwood is really the, the, I prefer wet birchwood, I'm pretty sure. Pretty Just sure. so everyone's aware of what's going on, John has fully disassociated from the entire experience. Um, he's, just re- he's just really, we got to bring him back. We got to get him back. John, can you just... Maybe take your pearls necklace off and remove the veil and pin hat that you're wearing. Take off your white gloves. 
And just relax. Okay. We're amongst we, we friends. Need, Try we to need class it up like for the podcast. We need this just, energy. John likes to come for, like he's at some formal event, and we're just friends talking, John. You can take off the acrylics. You can just really let your let your hair down. <laughs> also, I was trying to I was trying to think of a bit where I introduced a fifth host that was a judge, a guest host, <laughs> but I could what? not remember the woman's name that uses all the butter. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. I was going to introduce her sister, Deborah Dean. Oh my God. Ugh. We have to have Deborah uh, Dean come. Gotta have Deborah Dean. One on day the we'll do that. There's an amazing, <laughs> there's an amazing drag queen in Philadelphia named Paula Dean White, um, <gasps> and she's this. She's a black drag queen, and she is incredible. But she dresses up like a southern white woman. It's very, oh very my good. God. That's I gotta incredible. see. Incredible. And speaking of white. Ness. This week's episode on Great British Baking Show was, takes, place in Britain. takes place in Britain where most people are white. So that was my transition. Great. Wow. Oh, I like that. I that thought you were is... going to bring in the fact that Ermine said, was well, very Anglo-Saxon. Oh, my, oh God. my God. And that was a that really good Ermine impression. That was. Thank you. That was. <laughs> um, yes. So this was... Uh, th- this was dessert week. Um, quarterfinals? A quarterfinals, so down to the final five uh, mm. bakers. And everyone has won a, a star baker, this, and nobody won twice. So this, as we said last week, was going to be very oh, interesting. Very revealing. Revealing of who's kind of a little maybe in the lead. Um, now, when this episode started, I think, we had Peter immediately being like, "I'm. This is going to be a tough week for me." Yeah. No, no, we we. The first thing we see of Peter though is that he's making this kind of cheesecake that Paul would really like. That like Paul comes over and is like, "I would be doing the exact recipe yes. you're doing if I was doing this." Right, the same flavors. I know. It's like a key I, lime. And Peter was like, "Oh, that's good." And key then, lime and, and then ginger immediately cheesecake. Disaster. Yeah. Yep. It it's the texture. It was good. Yeah. Storytelling. Yeah, their signature bake was they had to do 12 mini cheesecakes i actually thought the bit that matt did was funny where he was like mini oh that's disappointing like yeah i thought that was so funny i I laughed out loud unfortunately i found it to be the only funny bit in this episode i'm so sorry (laughs) but there was so much drama in this episode i actually gasped at certain points in this episode so i didn't need their comedy because the the storytelling of the bake was so enthralling it was high stakes Yes. Yeah. And er- Ermine like... was bringing enough comedy for. Oh, anyway. yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Boy. Ermine, um, <laughs> in this signature challenge, Ermine says, and I quote, I like anything to do with jars. <laughs> <laughs> anything that has to do with jars, she's in. She loves thought, jars. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I thought that, that the cheesecake she made in the jar was absolutely amazing. First of all, she had labels. She had ties. She had little things. It was amazing. Very was really cute. And she made a cheesecake that was for a jar. And so when Paul came over and started judging her on her cheesecake crust because it wouldn't work outside the jar, I mean, that's just absurd. That's like looking at a popsicle and being like, it would be hard to eat without the stick. That was a good That's metaphor true. I just did. But if there was a, a popsicle metaphor. challenge and one person said, I'm doing one with no stick and also you don't get a utensil, I would be like, this popsicle is hard to eat. 
Or like it would be like if you got a fork okay. instead of a stick. Yeah, I think I mean right. the if you're in a baking challenge with judges, you know that they're Paul and you know that they're Prue, um, <laughs> and that they're you know that that's the two of their names. Right. Um, you know that they're going to be judging you on a history of what the baking like um, rubric is for this piece. Yeah, standard. So to do something that is cheesecake, you kind of know the things they're looking out for. And if you lose all aspects of texture because moisture collects in a jar that doesn't breathe, it's going to be a delicious dessert and awesome. But for like these two judges, I, that would maybe win if the four of us were judging with our restaurant expertise. But for, for people that judge bakes and texture yeah, and <laughs> but even cheese, like though. even like the they did say like the overall texture of everything wasn't great and it seemed like it her flavors weren't even enough to save her so i just think it was an overall loss for ermine with the cheesecake she had passion fruit and but so did um laura and then who else had passion fruit dave. Dave. everyone <laughs> it was laura dave and ermine all did passion fruit Dave, which is interesting because I've never had passion fruit in a cheesecake, but that did sound good. It is good. I, it is so good. I love the smell of passion fruit. I think more than the taste of passion fruit. I feel similarly. Mm. It's a little tart yeah. for me. Dave's um, cheesecakes were the prettiest. I gorgeous. think of everyone's. He did a yeah. lot of gorgeous work this week. Yeah, I like something that happens really early in this episode, which is that. Um, Laura goes, oh, I don't want to have a week like last week. I really want to focus and not make a mess. And she then immediately spills, <laughs> takes her crust out of the oven and spills it everywhere. <laughs> and goes, oh, I have to start I that love over. Her. She's perfect. I love her. Oh, yes, she is. She really had a save with her cheesecake. Like we, I was worried when she was pulling out her cheesecake and it wasn't set. I was like, no, yeah. Laura, what have you done? And then it, they were all very happy with it. The whole episode, it seems like Laura is about to implode on her bake, even in her showstopper. I'm just a little early, but yeah. she dr fully drops her cake and goes, "Help! Help! Right. Somebody oh help me!" Oh my god! Wait, we have that, to wait I gasped, on that. I gasped. We I have to jumped wait. Off the couch. Oh my god! Uh, the drama. Um, yeah, her cheesecake did look messy, but they didn't care. And there was also some, like, because they they wanted some classical look for the mini cheesecake that I didn't fully understand. But they yeah, didn't weird. like Hermine's because it was in a jar. And they and then Mark's, well, Mark's was a disaster. Only Mark. Um, he did a New York style vanilla and, and mar marzipan? Marscapone. Marscapone. And uh, personally, I think that that could have been the best flavored cheesecake. Like, out of Amazing. my classic. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and there was apricot, too. Right? To bring some yeah, brightness. Yeah. Clunky, it was just it was on the top. It was the wrong It was size. just like right. But do you guys say apricot or apricot? Apricot. Ap apricot. I don't say apricot? it, frankly. I almost never say that. <laughs> yeah, I only read it. <laughs> I almost never have a need to say that. What is yeah. it called, Listeners, though, that they were write looking in, for? write in, tell us whether it's apricot yeah. or apricot. <laughs> and then um, we'll, we won't know because you're just writing it. <laughs> but with Peter, <laughs> here's they how you like, pronounce it, and then just type it out. <laughs> with peter they're like oh it's sunk in and there wasn't enough like cheese i guess for the well, cheesecake his, his um his curd didn't work remember it was a little too thin and then he made a panic move and added warm butter to it afterwards oh, and then right. ruined it it was a total panic move it's all punishment for him saying at start of f that he does not like cheese he looks like yeah. a boy that would like cheese does he not but 
He has yeah. an aversion. He looks like a dairy farmer. Uh, yeah. He has an aversion to cheese. He is an um, aversion to cheese. But I, I, and then didn't they say something about Dave's too? Because like, they, they, they liked Dave's. I think they liked Dave's the best out of all of them. I thought. Mm-hmm. I think that they just don't like Dave that much. So when he wins, which I, which I don't understand at all. But I'm just saying, I think that when you don't understand why they don't like Dave. I why have, someone would honestly no. would have an aversion to him maybe. You're you're confused I as why anyone would have an aversion I'm to Dave. I'm confused why anyone would have an aversion to Dave. Right. Tessa has a pretty good track record of having sort of nothing but good things to say about all our contestants. Honestly, neutral to positive. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I think they just don't like Dave. So when he does well, they're like, huh? Yeah, that was that was, that was pretty spot on. Eh? <laughs> okay. And you're not and you're not projecting right now. <laughs> no, look back. Watch it. I think I'm right on this one. <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, um, yeah, so I guess Laura maybe did the, the best in that round or, you know, or Dave or Dave or Laura. Uh, and it seemed like Ermine and Mark and, and Peter were kind of flailing. And then we get to our technical. Oh, wait, but before mm-hmm. technical, Noel reintroduces or introduces a new incarnation of a character, I guess, from a past season named Mr. Spoon. And yeah. this character is now... I don't remember. I don't either. It was in the drawer. A character. Right? It, there was like, they opened the drawer and it was him and it was Sandy. Oh, he and Sandy did a thing. Yeah. Oh, they had a lot of bits oh, that didn't right. work. Oh, no. Oh. No, this they is a, Andre's They did a part. lot of prop bits. They, they did, did a lot of like props and like, you know what I mean? Like they had, they had so much more. Whereas this time around, it really feels like they're thinking of what to do like 30 seconds before they roll. Yes. Like, I, I like truly. I like that. <laughs> I can hang up with an energy. It can, you can find magic in that. You can find yeah. sparkly magic. It does, it does feel like it is a small world because no one's leaving it. It, it does have this vibe of like, these are sort of summer camp inside jokes that we're Summer seeing. camp vibes for sure. I love that. And I do think that they are getting a little bit more camp counselor vibes of caring for their for the contestants a little bit more, except for when they brought Mr. Spoon over to Peter while Peter was stressing out about his curd not working and having just ruined it with the hot butter and he's running around and then they tried to push their spoon bit on Peter in the midst of his stress. And they made the spoon horny for Peter. They said Mr. Spoon wants to see Peter Peter naked. naked. He no right. one and you guys don't man, right? understand why anyone would want to. How would anyone think that about a guy like Peter? Peter. Just like right. sort of a guy who I don't think is sexy. Right. I don't feel that way. Right. You and don't sexualize I, Peter is that, at all. Is that the? Is that why you watched the episode a second time in a bathtub? No, I was trying to figure out what is happening, <laughs> and if I relax in a bathtub style, maybe. I can figure out from a real centered place why it would be so horny for a guy like Peter. So weird. Last night when we were going to bed, Nick was like, good night, Peter. And I was like, wait. But I was like already falling asleep. Shut up, Peter. I don't call you Jensen. I don't call you that. Um, uh, yeah, I was I'm sorry. Noel's straight, right? Um, Noel is partnered with a woman and has a child, but I don't know that Noel has described himself as straight. He's so. overtly horny for Peter in this episode. He later yeah. is like, let's yeah. tie him up. He did say let's I mean, tie he, him up. He pu- he's pushed, I feel like he pushes his 
kind of sexual energy on everyone. Energy on every yeah. Yeah, it's part of his bit. I yeah. think is to, to flourish. It's just such a new, strange energy to bring to the British baking show. A sex <laughs> energy. I, I mean, no, that's not true because everybody's all the all the like middle-aged women are horny for Paul and Pollywood works his horny divorcee I have my hands in my pocket steely eyes thing and everybody thinks ooh all these chickies are you know rubbing one out for Pollywood uh, every time they Yuck. a oh. bake comes out so the sex has always been in the tent the sex has always the sex been and has also always been in the tent summer camp 2020. Yeah, 2020. Summer camp. Sorry, John, what um, were you saying earlier? <laughs> You're talking about. So the technical bake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His hand right. mirror closes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they did uh, Sussex pond puddings, or as Matt kept going, pond pudding. Oh, not God. a good bit. Which, that bit uh, unbearable. Me off. Because it was, he just was really committed to a bit that clearly wasn't that funny. Um, I think it was more yeah. one of those things where um, I get into this mode where something feels good saying it, and then I keep doing it, and I become an annoying five-year-old on a school bus instead of, because it, I'm just repeating something over and over again. Yeah. I think that's what happened to him. I think it was more of a Tourette's issue. We did a lot of the contestants just <laughs> abiding bits. This that's season. what I was going to say. I want to make a sketch with us where it's we're just playing contestants who are trying who are like trying to give pleasantries to to the hosts who are doing bad bits. <gasps> really not funny. Bro. Honestly, truly. And I think Peter, I really felt for Peter in that moment because I was, I felt his stress. I was with him in the stress of the curd not working. And I'm having to cook on the fly and make some other lime-based thing. I mean, he really did a great job. We made He made it work because it looked really good considering. And the, he said to them, he was like, I love Mr. Spoon. And I was like, there you go. That is Great British Baking Show. That moment where he chose kindness rather than <laughs> arguing, that's Great British Baking Show. That is. That is. That's, and that's Peter. And we wept. That's Take them or leave them, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so a Sussex Pond pudding, or well pudding. What the hell? Okay. Um, is a Sioux pastry filled with butter and sugar and is boiled or steamed for several hours. Modern versions of the recipe often include a whole lemon enclosed in the pastry. And when we say a whole lemon, we mean a whole lemon with unpeeled. With, with the, the rind. With the rind. And this, I think we should all just repeat what Ermine said earlier. This is very Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the thing. I bet one made by a star baker, professional baker, I bet that would be so good it has everything you need a lemon it has acid it has the sweet the salty has the pastry i think that would be so good if it was made by the right person so does prue so does prue yeah prue and and pollywood were both like this is one of my favorite desserts ever remembers this recipe from when she was a little girl and they didn't have books or newspapers to tell you what might be good or to color. eat or Not, color the world was you in just black had to and white. put something together and guess 
It's a pastry that's butter and sugar. And then you have a... suet. A break of... Suet. Which is just fat, right? It's just fat. Oh, suet. That's right. Gorgeous. I don't know. Oh, my God. And what was the custard or what what did they make? Creme anglaise. Creme Creme anglaise. You know, creme anglaise. You know. It's just delicious cream situation. Um, There are so many chefs out there going, it's it's different than cream. Creme anglaise is different than cream. And you know what? All I know is it tastes really good in my mouth. Um, Ah. Ah. (laughs) Um, Ermine was mad at the suet. And had like a little psycho moment where she, she... sure did. <laughs> she she Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> you have such a good Ermine job. We That's have to really do bad. a bit where you are just in a wig as Ermine. I want to play Nora. <laughs> <laughs> you would be a great Noel. You'd be a great Noel. Um, um but <laughs> when they were doing this, Dave. Could not for the life of him. And I really felt for him in this moment because I feel like that would have been me too. I think so too. Could not for the life of him tie a little string together. And I was like, I would be struggling with that and be so mad that (laughs) I'm going to fail a bake because I don't know how to tie a little tiny string over like some paper. It's just, it's maddening. It must be maddening for Dave too because... I think, again, the, Dave has constantly struggled in technicals, like we've said. He's not good at improvising. He, he needs practice. And he's very good when he has practice. But when he doesn't, he flails. And he just utterly failed this technical. I was curious because I mean, they didn't make it clear how anyone did that. That's that's true. I don't, I don't know. And also, to be fair, everyone pretty much messed up this technical like yeah. nobody did it right when john and i were watching we were like no dave don't take it out dave we were like screaming at the tv like what are you doing why would he take right. it out early didn't he hear what prue said but then when he took it out it like wasn't that different than everybody else's right <laughs> like everybody's was falling apart I, it was the kind of it was a really dumb move though because it's like when you have to steam something and you realize they gave you a certain amount of time. You gotta know that. Look, they're n- almost never giving us extra time. You know what I mean? Like they're usually giving us just enough time to do it right. And if we screw up, we won't. So like, both the fact that nobody else had taken theirs out yet, and he was the f- last to put it in, and the fact that you have all this time, I was just like, Dave, like, just be, just be like smart about, like, Read just be tactical room. about Read it, the like, room. Read you know. The play the odds a little bit but they acted like it was a big dramatic thing that they only gave them enough ingredients to do it once but uh, there never would have been time for anyone to do anything more than once in this it's just you have to let it sit for so long that's my yeah i think it was specifically the um the creme Mm. that 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 was supposed to be like hey you only get a shot at making this once and if you mess it up then you won't be able to make it again. Cause gotcha. yeah, they were all like sitting around like, which they don't usually, I know there's times where they're sitting around, like this isn't the only bake that that's happened, but they kind of pushed that angle Yeah. <laughs> this episode. Around. And they were like, what do we do? Can we play with string? That was so cute. Laura. I wish they showed She's stuff like that more. 
Me too. She was so cute. You could play a string because she lives, laughs, and loves. She's really a good time. She's stepping forward as a star, I think, of this season. She's really living that Julia Roberts. I really like her. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of sitting around, Dave did some very interesting rice cake eating sitting around during the showstopper. While everybody else was hustling. He just sat there because he, he, he did a really cool uh, job with his jelly situation. But then he was just sitting there eating a rice cake, just chilling. It's a very, very gay paint vibes. Not only his design, but also to be chilling eating a rice cake halfway through. <laughs> and just sort I just think yeah. rice cake is an aggressive thing. I think rice cake is aggressive. It's you loud. think rice cakes are aggressive? Yeah. Oh, okay, so they're loud. This is not... This is, is it not... as aggressive as Mark? Doing fish filling on a hot. Oh my summer god! Day. Adult Mark, no. Only Mark. Uh, oh, okay, wait. Describe so, the final. Well, the... so for the technical, Dave came in last. Like his collapse, both of them collapsed. Uh, everyone had one that collapsed, except for I think Laura, which hers was leaking. But I think they didn't like do that full collapse. So Dave was fifth. Uh, Peter was fourth. He he had a bad one too. Ermine was third, uh, only Mark was second, and then Laura was first. But even when they, they were like, and Laura, this is first. And then Prue's like, I would like to say that this was good, but it really wasn't. This was wrong with it, this and this and that. And then she's like, yeah. And then I think yeah. Matt was like, well, I have, we're still going to celebrate the person who won technical. <laughs> like, wow. Like, way rough. to rob her of her like, winning know. technical. That was a moment. Oh, I love Laura being yeah. like, I wanted technical. Who could have? Who would have imagined? <laughs> yeah. yeah. At one point, I do remember Paul giving some feedback, and then Prue said, "I wouldn't be that harsh." And I yes. can't remember when that was. That in a... this is on Dave's cake in the showstopper. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, we'll I believe this is in the showstopper. So oh. the showstopper, they had to do a jelly art design cake, um, and the way to do jelly art. Well, first they had to make their uh, like their larger jelly and then they would inject jelly other different kinds of jelly different colors into this larger jelly and create this jelly art which this is very cool. looks incredible it's a, it's yeah. a fantastic really cool thing um and it, yeah this was one of those show stoppers that like i think looks gorgeous i'm not like i'm not personally wanting to eat it but i love looking at it <laughs> Do you guys remember from another season, there was a veterinarian who did a lot of like injecting for the decoration stuff? Do you remember that? I think it might have been last year. I do remember this. They I had their, remember. yeah, they would inject stuff. That was the first time I, I, remember, I don't remember that it was a bit. But. Injecting stuff becoming like being on the baking show. And it was so exciting to see it come back in such, you know, full throttle. I remember when it was, there were a lot of tasty videos on Facebook of people injecting jelly into like making jelly art on oh. those little like, look what this person can do with this food when those videos were really popping. Mm, I'm wondering if what's happening with jello and or jelly rather in America is like a, a thing where it's like, if you had Bizquick biscuits in the uk you'd be like oh 
those sort of like biscuits are gross, but if you had like a southern biscuit, you'd be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. I wonder if it's because our it's own very inter- possible. interaction with jelly is like jello and it's gross. If we had like it's good not, jelly, good, it would be really good. I don't think gelatin has that. that much nuance. I'm really No, because what you're doing is you're taking a base and you're just thickening it. So they could make this really gorgeous tasting like layer depth like depth of flavor oh jelly we got my favorite joke of this, of this season talking about the flavors wherein um adult mark says that he was gonna use uh elderflower but he uh found out that it tasted like feet and then matt said <laughs> how do you know what feet taste like and mark gestures to his uh, big mark gestures to his prosthetic leg and says, I've oh, already eaten hilarious. one. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean... The best joke of this incredible. season, I think. That's, and that's, that's, really, that's quick wit. Yeah. That, that is, is a quick wit. Quick wit. And Matt so didn't even, couldn't even catch up with it. No. Right? No. Matt like, didn't even have a response to it. He, he said was that's so going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Olamark, who was definitely in trouble, um, made an apple jelly with uh, chocolate and strawberry mousse. And what was his design? Um, I think Big Mark did like a... Um, it was a two-tier. Yeah, like a roses. Yes. It was a two-tier jello with the cake. And it was just very big. It was amazing, though. He double-layered his jelly. That's right. a hard task. That is cool. But can you say the flavors again, John? It was apple jelly with chocolate and strawberry mousse. That does yeah. not go together. For Regardless, me. though, right. everything below his jelly was poop and bad. Very poop. Well, apparently, his, the mousse was like they said it split. Did they say it split? The mousse? Or split. It was the mousse? Yeah. Split. Yeah. The uh, meringue it was, was ganache, cement yeah. hard. Paul said he could stand right. on it. Oh, that's right. He made a meringue base, but it was yeah, it was very hard. Uh, yeah, and it just didn't taste that great. Um, but we had some other really cool looks. So um, Dave did uh, like a beach. See, I don't know what this is. A new quay beach scene. What's a new quay? New quay is a place. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. And it, it was like this layered thing. Yeah, it was. It looked so like cool. something we would paint. I it felt. did look like something we would paint. It was cutie. Prue yes, was obsessed it with the colors. It, it was, was really awesome. cool. He did this love this layering thing. It it was so smart. It was it was really creative, and also it was creative in this way where each action wasn't that difficult, but the combination of it together made it very complex and beautiful. And it looked beautiful when he sli- when we sliced in. Also. It was cool because you could see the different um, planes that each la- like uh, layer was on. It was a really neat cake. And also, you just described sort of what we do professionally. Which is <laughs> not very hard, but when it you look looks at it together, really yeah, cool. It's a lot of impact. That's not true because I have a beautiful mountain painted on my wall that you guys freehand painted, and it's, yeah. it's hard. You just don't know what hard is because you're talented and genius. Our listeners don't care, but how was the little photo shoot that happened at your house? Oh, with the candles, the very gay, ca- very gay candle release. They were so lovely. And a, another Tessa came into the Tessa house. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And 
they were lovely they were so cool they both were just like wearing cool outfits like they're just like quintessential la hip casually hip girls like just being their cool selves and they took really cool pictures in our house of the new candle that they've done a collab with with the very with very gay paint and their candle company which is what is that company burn by by burn by by at burn by by on instagram and they have a very gay paint candle and they took pictures and it was gorgeous and absolutely lovely and it was so lovely to meet them and i wish we could have played all day except for COVID. except for COVID. damn damn thank you for giving the skinny on our on our whole thing on on the pod um dave's flavors were chocolate fudge sponge cake clotted cream mousse topped with apple and guava jelly Exactly. Mm. You know, it's cool. I it was. I thought it was a really creative option for him. It could, couldn't didn't stand next to some of the others. Right. Right. Like what Lauren Ermine did was just so Beautiful. next level. So right. I'm so but interested. it still looked good. So yeah, many people great. incorporated chocolate, and I feel like that is not cohesive to me to have Jello go into a chocolate flavor. Yeah. Is that weird for anyone else? It feels weird. In Again, my I just taste buds. Jelly, I just I'm not I'm not into, so it's hard for me to like picture like what's the right flavors that that go I with know. that. I want. There's like a part try. of me that's like. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say there's a part of me that feels like chocolate maybe does something different, and that could be fun to have with the jelly. But I don't know. They didn't. They they didn't not dislike his flavors necessarily. They actually. What's it, um, Paul said that that there wasn't enough chocolate, mm. right? Didn't he say it was like it didn't like taste like I can barely taste the chocolate in the right. sponge. He tasted there was chocolate right. flavor, and then also the like texture of the mousse he tried to make was like too thick, and it was like something else. Um, right. Yeah, the fact that he and, went chocolate on it is just a weird choice. It should have been a vanilla or a lemon. It's just it just it's just a very weird choice. On and this. and Prue was like. Well, I, that's when she said I wouldn't be that harsh. Like, I think yeah. it was good. I just, the only thing he, she didn't like was, what was it the, was it the mousse or? Yeah, it was the mousse. Yeah, the mousse. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it didn't set right or whatever. I'm not oh sure God. Hollywood liked being scolded like that. And you know what? <laughs> that doesn't matter because he needed it. Yeah. He needed it. He needs to take it. Sit down and listen. He and he, I, do, I do notice that he's really, especially with these straight men, who are like around, like closer to his age and physical he's build? He's really aggressive with them. Like with older, he's, with only Mark, he's aggressive when he gives feedback. Adult Mark. What is that? I don't. What is that? It's so weird. Yeah. To um, just destroy a person who's just trying to bake in his tent. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird macho tox. Even with Peter, he doesn't like Peter. No. I thought he was nice about Peter's thing. He said, I think with the... Because the, I think Peter's snow globe really was a fail. Like, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't think it was aesthetically pleasing. And I love a Peter. But I did not think that that... I think that the snow globe was really a botch. Right. So, but I will say that is... Of, he was kind of kind about it. That is a genius idea to take, because of the texture and consistency of Jello. To say I'm gonna make yes. a snow globe. But the execution Brilliant. Was there. Yeah, for sure. Um, totally. But also, he can't tell yeah. that Peter is his wolf eyes are they're primal and he can't tell if Peter what gender Peter is, so I think he's a little kinder. 
we get <laughs> like a learning horrifying yeah. um straight moment between noel and dave where they're talking about point break and patrick swayze oh and that was Reeves, so funny and it i me. love that i don't like to see two <laughs> straight men talking about straight things and i think that <laughs> i agree i think it was too the, straight for the tent I, too straight for the tent. the thing <laughs> that was funny tent. was that it's a flag on that one they said like oh surfing you know blah 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 like like point break and then dave just so genuinely was like that's a good movie. It really uh, was. It was so genuine. Like he was like, he was like, oh, that's a really good movie. And then I don't think I honestly don't think Noel like lo- like Noel knows about that movie obviously because he knows pop culture. But I doubt Noel loves that. I think he Noel maybe loves that movie ironically, which is what a lot of people like that movie ironically because Keanu Reeves is truly insane in that film, um, and I guess so is Patrick Swayze. Uh, but like. But then he's like, oh, yeah, and then, you know, you'd be Keanu and I would be Patrick Swayze. And he's like, you reckon? And he was like, of, of course I reck it. Like, what? Yeah. And Dave was just having fun. Dave really was. He was just like, you could really picture him just like hanging around with the big kids and, you know, just happy to be there. Oh, <laughs> just a dude. Um, um, uh, wait, I, talk I, I was about... going to say Peter's, oh, yeah. his flavors were layers of orange and cranberry mousse in the center of his sandwich sponge cake decorated with coconut dusted Italian meringue buttercream. Hmm. Sure. Interesting. Hmm. I want to okay. talk about what kind of jelly cake Sarah would have made if she had been here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, pistachio. Yes, I feel like she totally would have done like a pistachio cream rose. with a rose fla- like uh, like rose um, jelly or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I think beautiful. she would have done lovely colors, like a mint and a pink, you know, with mm. a meaning and a memory with it. I love the thing that you sent of her on Twitter saying that she's very happy to be watching from the sidelines right um, now. From the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. So funny. I know. She does not Very want to be stressed out in that tent right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the moment this episode where we talk about Laura saying um, Genoese and they interview Ermine about <laughs> if she's annoyed with people saying Genoese and not Genoa. It's very producers trying to be, uh, trying to stir Pretty stuff up. drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was like, at least make an effort. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, John, your John, impression is so your good. <laughs> Jesus. So good. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see this, but John is dressed exactly as Aramine right now. He looks just yeah. like her. Just I had like a quick her. costume change during the podcast. His skin is glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura made a koi pond. It looked incredible. Absolutely. Oh, the fishes really were fun. The, the coral, like, kind of... I don't know if it was like coral reef or no, it was like um, flowers. flowers. Like lotusy, yeah, lily pond type flowers. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was so uh, cute. The when flavors she threw were. That, oh. She threw a little fish away, and she was like, "I would never do this to one of my fish at oh, home." Oh yeah. Guys. Oh yeah. I know. Don't you just want to go in her garden? In her garden, yes. she has a koi fish pond and an open brick oven. Don't you just want to go over there? She rules. She has a full reimagining of the Globe Theater as well. (laughs) Uh, Red velvet curtains. She had layers of Genoa 
Genoese, sponge, raspberry mousse, and white chocolate uh, Bavaros. Is that what, how do you say it? I don't know. Top with jelly, showcasing her molded koi carp and injected flowers. That sounds it's good. It's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And they really liked it. The only thing that, the only knock they had on it was that the side, or Paul, only knock really Paul had was like the sides were a, a bit messy. Which was sad because I can see Laura being like, I was going to leave the sides open because it's hard and it's a real skill to leave that open and make it look good. And I think she did not realize that it looked a little messy. She was like, I did a cool, hard thing. And Paul was like, yeah, yeah it's I think it, it looks good from a certain angle. But yeah. when you really are like kind of up close, you're like, oh, I guess it's a little messy. Because those exposed cakes are fancy, right? Those are to fancy, leave but the you outside. do have to do it well. Yeah. A whole but the, I, rem I remember when the exposed cake was first in the tent, I believe... <laughs> You have a fake um, cigarette sorry, right like, now? Sorry, we have to stop for a second. One of my favorite things that Tessa does is when she goes to make a point, she uses two fingers, and they're off to the side like she has a very long cigarette. And then she brings them up to her mouth sometimes, but she's not pretending to smoke. It just is a affection of hers. An affect, if you will. An affection of hers? Jesus. I'm An affectation? I'm a little drunk. I, I remember that the first time that the exposed cake was brought into the tent, it was in the season with um, Helena, um, but it wasn't Helena. It was the other baker who all went home the same time Helena went home, who was an amazing baker. Uh, remember her? She dark hair. And she she brought made an exposed cake. It was one of the first ones there. And Paul was like, it's not finished. Like, he didn't get it. Nuts. And she was like, have you not liked on Instagram? She didn't say that, but everybody <laughs> at home was saying that. So, you know, at least he gets that exposed cakes exist now. You know, he's really behind in the times. I will say, say that that was the moment for me where I was like, maybe jelly is good. Because they said it melted in their mouths. And I was like, oh, something is working here. Something tastes good. good. Something Don't be tricked. Don't be tricked. No, Jelly it's delicious, good. actually, and it's something that Wait. is a treasure. Do you put, in your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, do you put jam or jelly in your sandwich? Like, do you what I'm going to say to you next is important. I don't know the difference between those two things. <laughs> Must be jelly, because jam don't shake. You are not a gay person. <laughs> oh, my God. John, do you know the difference between jam and jelly? I do, but only because of Tessa, probably. Um, I like jam a lot because jam has different flavors that are very delicious. But I think jelly, grape jelly, gets a bad rap. And grape jelly is still pretty good. Wow. Nick, do you have a preference of jam? So or wait, jam? I wait, prefer hold on. jelly. John didn't explain the difference. He just said, "I like oh. this one because of this." J That's the other difference. one's also good because of this. <laughs> well, jelly, like at least the jelly that I know, like it's very, it's, it doesn't have the fruit chunks in it. You know, jam usually has like a little bit of fruit chunks, a little. It's yeah. I mean, what Nick said too of like. Jam is not very wobbly. Yeah. Jelly. In the immortal okay. words of RuPaul Andre Char Charles, <laughs> also I had a martini, um, must be jelly because <laughs> jam don't shake. Jelly's wiggly wobbly. Jam is sort of a solid, more gelatinous kind of yeah. dense. 
Right. Thank you, RuPaul. It feels it's more like processed. Nobody really knows the difference between jelly and jam. That's true, I, and I think that's and I think <laughs> that is the point that we're driving at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the important. Point um, yeah. er, shall we talk about Ermine's cake? Yes. Whoa. So, so Ermine made a what is this word? Kirsch. Yeah, Kirsch. I think it's an alcohol Kirsch soap. Oh yes, it's the alcohol Kirsch soaked. Uh, Genoa sponge, chocolate, and raspberry mousses covered with a tempered chocolate collar Ugh. and white chocolate ganache. This is Ugh. where I see the chocolate working. Is a chocolate collar, that little snap that tempered chocolate has with a jelly sounds like something I could get behind. Mm. And it was this jelly dome that was a Japanese poppy and it just looked Ugh. incredible and it looked so neat like... Oh, here. I'm it was epic. Show. It How did she get gorgeous. it? How did she get it to be darker on the inside so it looked like the I don't flower know. was like It looks real. so good. I don't understand how she did it. I don't either. And here's the thing. We kind of teased Queen Armine about her aesthetic before because of the ghost princess cake that she yeah. made. But and and Lupita. Lupita. This still well, To be fair, she did nail Lupita, so flower. we were wrong. Do you think the baker, so what is it going to be like if, if the baker, there was something tragic about this flower still. Yeah, this flower was. A, You're right. Ode. You're not wrong. I know to Lupita. It's, <laughs> it wasn't as bright. This flower actually is an ode to Lupita now that I'm looking at it. Isn't it going to be crazy when the baker who gave us ode to Lupita on the first episode wins the series? I never would have thought. Oh. Well, we did call that Ermine would win Star Baker this week, and it didn't look like that, honestly, because they kept talking up Laura, mm -hmm. even when we were like, oh, and they, they seem to not like the, you know, cheesecake in, in the jar, and the um, and Ermine came in third in the technical, but then, but then they were like, we're pretty much only judging this entire episode on the showstopper. Like, everybody was that. not great. Everybody was not great in the technical and the cheesecakes. Everyone was like pretty much the same, even though they clearly loved Dave's cheesecake more than anyone else's. But they, they were like, nah, Dave's in the middle of the pack. Uh, they don't see him. They don't see him like I really see him. <laughs> and right. you see him too, in his soul, his beautiful, thoughtful, empathetic soul is something that you see. <laughs> He cried. We know he's human. Mm -hmm. We know. He practiced um, that cry. Sorry. Here's the thing. Do you guys remember? <laughs> he's a good practicer. Um, do you guys remember in previous seasons how like chocolate collars were like such a stressful technique? Like they went wrong all They're the hard. time. They're hard. Tempering chocolate seasons. is so hard, and they, we didn't even get to watch Ermine temper this chocolate. She just flipped it's off that collar like it was no big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ermine. She's really I mean, she's got it. She's so talented. She's so talented. Yeah. She is. Um, I'm so glad she won. I really screamed. And she won Star Baker. Me too. I jumped up and said, Yay! Ermine. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. It's so, so weird. It would have been that wild if Laura won. The it's first so weird one to think to that there's too. not an episode to watch tonight or even tomorrow because we're recording a little bit early. I know. <laughs> I wonder if. To be fair, for other people, it won't be that early. They'll hear this right before. Right before, yeah. We'll come yeah. out maybe Thursday. Yeah. But um, I so appreciate our listenership for uh, I know. With us. I know. I love them so they much. They really are the best. 
Uh, thank you really guys sweet. so much for listening. And Deborah Dean is really going to be enjoying being on the next episode to talk to you guys. Deborah, Deborah Dean. Dean's Paula home. Dean's sister. Deborah Dean. Deborah Dean. Paula Dean. He really wants anyway. to bring Deborah Dean. Come on, John, with the firm anyway. <laughs> Were you guys worried that Peter was going to get cut? I was not for a second. No, I think I we was all very knew. worried. Yeah? I think we knew I that was it was going to be adult Mark as soon as he like had these big struggles with as, as soon as they started tasting his stuff. I as was soon like, as it's Paul over. said I could stand on your meringue, I was like <laughs> literally goodbye, Mark. Sorry, big Mark. Yeah, he really did talk that. About was that. Brutal. that was brutal. That was brutal. He's like, I could do a tap number on this thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was really brutal. He was really rough. On, on only Mark. Yeah. And Prue did um, not say I our... would not be that brutal, so we knew it was real. She said I would also be that brutal. I'm sorry, Grant Mark. Oh. Um, one of our listeners, um, Rachel, was saying that she felt like this episode was a little bit more like the old GBBO mm-hmm. episodes. I can see that. Like... Yeah, I feel like we like watched a little bit more like there were accidents and like almost mistakes and like there was like the the drama was the baking, you know, and the relationship to the baking, which was very much like a little bit more like old school. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because we and I think it it is because we're narrowing not that everyone wasn't great, it was just like such a strange season of like it's the first time ever that it's been like wait Rowan staying another week like we were I think as <laughs> it's produced like, right viewers confused and we're like oh now it's like clear like we know but um, it, right go for also it, just based on people's I feel like like somebody had some one of our fans talked to us about how wildly incorrect we've been on all of our predictions <laughs> which is so <laughs> real so and like even as the field was narrowing we still we, we were we were still pretty wrong like i think <laughs> we i think rowan was the only one that we knew. correctly knew um but even then like we and like Armin this week i think we uh, at least two of us had said we were gonna get start she was gonna get start baker but like we were still so wrong and it's also because the skill levels of everyone it's not that everyone's it's not that nobody's like really good. It's just that everyone has weaknesses and they're, and we don't know when they're going to come out. And so there wasn't very few like super favorites. And then there were also very few people who you were like, well, that person's just not good at all. Yeah. I mean, I think that this season had the most star bakers of any season. I think, yeah, that's right. And even Rowan, who was, you know, a hot mess at finishing, like he, he made like Marie Antoinette, Amazing like stuff. epic. I will say that I did call this week. Did you say that Adult Mark would be leaving? I did, and I said Armin was going to do Star Baker. This is the first. I time. said I said Armin was going to be Star Baker too. Good job. Yeah. So John and I got the Star Baker, and I threw in. And then you did, only Mark. Mark. But both of you only thought Mark. that Laura was going home. I thought Laura was going home. Messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were wrong. I'm- Hey, Mom. we were very, very close to Laura dropping that cake and probably going home. That's so. true. We were close. She dropped the cake. I made it. It made I it seem really, like such a big deal. It, it seemed was, like such a big I deal. Guess. I, I don't also, fully understand how that cake was saved. To be honest, I I know they just like, show it. Fit, it it looked like it was completely falling, and then she was like, "It's fine." And I was like, yeah. "Wait, how? Yeah. Like, didn't that drop <laughs> yeah. on the floor?" And there also was a moment mm-hmm. where, like, I think it was Dave took his bowl off and all this water rushed out and I was I like I know oh. I know 
it was so scary. But then, but then it was like it was nothing. Fine. It's just the layer around yeah. the edge. Yeah, I explained right. it. I know a you lot. Just, from you my thought time. you thought Dave was gonna go home <laughs> this week. Me, Nick you, Shepherd. Oh, yeah, didn't well, you? it's hard to. I don't know. Yeah, he did. I could have kind of thought anything. <laughs> it's it's tough to say at this point. And there's the unfortunate thing is that there's no sort of recording of what I said. So. Right. Luckily, yeah. there's no That's evidence true. of yeah. our guesses. Yeah. So that yeah, we can go them. back and see um, how terribly wrong we are every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> shall we do predictions for next week? <laughs> yeah. What's next week? Okay. Next Batista? week is the semifinals. We're going from four bakers to three finalists. Fuck. People, next week is patisserie. Whoa. You can't say it without being French. Okay. <laughs> patisserie. You can't say it All right. Being well, French. listen. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Ermine wins patisserie week. Baby, you it know she will. It has to be. It's a She's sure thing. One of, our, one of our listeners said that they thought that maybe <laughs> there was like a little um, orchestration where they were like, Ermine was so much better right away than everybody else that they like purposely didn't give her star baker at first because they knew that she would just like do a streak the whole time. Oh my otherwise. god, that's a great theory. I believe that she's so good at baking. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I have to, it's gotta be Armin. I can't get yeah, over still that one clip of her studying by the tree and going, well, that's enough for today, and slamming her lip <laughs> shut. <laughs> it's so if, good. She's amazing. If anyone was able to steal, who do you think it would be if it wasn't Armin? Um, I would say Peter because of precision. Because of hmm, I would actually say Dave precision. because of precision. I would Both say Laura Dave. because she's been a black horse. Dark what? horse? And Sorry, dark it's, horse. It's Jesus true. Christ. It's true. <laughs> I don't know, a black horse, a dark horse, I have no idea. Um, actually, I'm sorry, we prefer the term black. <laughs> For horses? Yeah. We prefer. We prefer the term black. <laughs> have you not seen Black Beauty? Thank you. Wow. Okay. Wow. Our, our we horse. prefer the term black. <laughs> um, the thing is, Laura can, knock, can really wow with the flavor. Yeah. So... There's a good, there's good reason to believe it. I have underestimated Laura the entire season. Not me. <laughs> so what? So what a story if she, yeah. you know, just like steals this win and not steals, she owns this win. But logic tells me Ermine will knock it out of the park with patisserie, right. unless yeah, unless there's a disaster. And it's really interesting because we have two. I would say right now we have Laura and Ermine who are amazing with their flavors and mm-hmm. their um, and their. I feel like they might have some more innate talent, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that if Ermine came over to our refrigerator or Laura came over to our refrigerator, like they would be able to whip something up that would just be out of this world, kind of spontaneously. But then we have two other bakers who are very specific, detail-oriented, precise, and practiced, which is our Peter and our Dave. And so it's interesting how stress and like the pressure of the tent will affect these people, right? Yeah. Because I think we've seen in previous seasons that it is the well-practiced, calm, cool, collected, precision person who can actually hand the, the pressure of the tent at the end. Yeah, that's true. But I also see think. What, go for oh, it. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Um, we've just seen um, people with instinct make mm-hmm. it to the end. I think we've seen yes. people with big instinct always come out of the finale on top. Is the it's, it's right. really that's right. Thing. I feel like, which is why I don't think Dave will win, but I definitely think he makes it through. Mm. I wow. think Armin ma- definitely makes it through. I think the two people who are going to be who won't the two people who possibly won't make it through is Peter and Laura and I really don't know who it's going to be because I honestly Laura has the ability to just mess up mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. really might just just make a huge mistake in her showstopper or a really big mistake in her signature bake and then not knock out of the park in the showstopper but I also feel this this way this whole epi- this whole season that Paul is just not down with Peter and the way that Peter likes baking and even though he knows he's a good baker I just think there's a he has a slight disadvantage so like um I don't know between the two of them who will go home if you're if I would make a bet I would say Laura I would stick to my guts and say Laura's going to not go home and it's going to be Peter or me and Dave but I do think it's very possible Peter just does something that like for whatever reason Paul's like I don't like this that much honestly though I think that Paul and Prue I think Paul doesn't like Dave so I he might judge harshly just because more people will be happier about Peter Laura and Ermine in the final yeah, that's what Dave. I want. He might pull a producer move. I think he might pull a producer move. Dave might deserve to continue, but I've seen them do it before where they overjudge harshly because they don't like a person. And yeah. I could see Paul doing that. Uh, you know, And it's unfair to judge a person like Dave, but I'm saying I do think that Paul doesn't like. Not you, Paul. Hollywood. And right. this, you were talking about Paul Hollywood and not yourself. I'm talking about Hollywood. Why would you even ask that? Right. Hollywood. You like Dave. You... I am talking about Hollywood right now. Right. Uh-huh. I'm talking and, about. Yeah. And right. you feel actually really... And when asked if Tessa good? likes Dave, she will remind you that she's actually talking about Hollywood. <laughs> I'm talking about Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it could be any more clear, guys. And, and so the answer to the question of <laughs> you like Dave, question mark, is... I said... Hollywood does not like Dave. <laughs> okay. So here's a conspiracy yeah. theory is what if Tessa is actually Paul Hollywood? Uh, uh, all right. Well. Oh, you guys, we got the most amazing. Oh, wait. I was going to say, what were we, we going to eat from? And then oh, I like this part. Um, it's your part. I love this part. I would definitely not have a single one of these technicals. What hot trash. Um, yeah, no. It sucks that they didn't like it and that they thought it was bad, but I really wanted to taste um, Grown Up Mark's Cheesecake. I think those are just flavors that I love, and I hate that they didn't like it. I think maybe I would like it because I can I agree. things. I you know. Those flavors looked interesting, but I th- guess if I had to try something, it would be maybe Ermine's cheesecake in a jar. Because I they do like passion like fruit. But they didn't like that either, yeah. If I had to, but honestly, 
I easily could have passed on this one. <laughs> I think I would pass on all of the desserts. If forced to, I'd probably have um, only Mark's um, fl- cheesecake or, yeah, or means, whatever. But, like, it would be, like, a polite, like, I'm at a dinner party eating something that someone's plated up for me. Not, like, I reached for and wanted or ordered on the menu. If I had to... So I would just, like, like to go back to um, Lottie's um, cookies that she made, the Florentines. I'd like to go back to... I'd like to go <laughs> back to Lottie's That's not Florentine. an option. I would like to choose that okay. as what dessert from this week I would have. I'm going to eat two different things, and I'm going to be wow. so excited to eat them. One of them is going to be Ermine's Showstopper. Sure. Cannot wait to eat that. Okay. Of course. The second one is going to actually be, and this is in the, this is allowed. It's, oh crap, did our earphones go off? No, we hear you. Can you hear We're us? We're good. Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Is um, Prue's pudding. An, explorative, oh. an, an exploration of flavor. You got to find out what that's I supposed to be. I respect that. I respect that. And Prue's I will pudding. say that we can no right, longer just hear you. Like. I can. You can? Yeah. Mine died, so this is probably a good time. We have to shout out. Okay, we, we, have okay. To, we have to do our we shout outs for our amazing. You guys, if you haven't spent any time on our review page, it is very fun. One, because the people who are giving us five stars have given us the most amazing Aww. and hilarious and awesome five stars. They really made me smile, and I had a rotten week, and I just delighted in reading them. But also, the bad ones are also kind of funny, too, because they are <laughs> vicious. <laughs> They're like, vicious. Like, a lot of effort. They're vicious, and there's effort in it. So go and give us a five-star rating if you haven't yet, and then you can also read some of them, too, because they're so great. So shout out. It's like there's, like, not full names. So um, one one is from Ka- Kim Ag, I think. Ka- Kim yeah. Ag gave us an amazing shout out. Um and she said, I love them. I won't read the whole thing. I love them. They feel like friends of mine, which really makes me happy. Who is talking bad about? Uh, yeah, her titles. Who is talking bad about? <laughs> um, Aww, I, I love, love it. That. It was so nice. Yeah. And then um, f- close friend of the show, Max Hegley, wrote, love GBO. Listen to, <laughs> listen to GPPP. That's hard to say. Love GBBO. Listen to GBBP. Um, he was really sweet, and he also was just so excited about our ball gowns, which I love and appreciate him <laughs> mentioning. Um, Nick Basta gave us a five stars with no soggy bottoms. It was. Oh. It, 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 these are so nice. It's really a delight to listen and hear about people saying this um we also have a jay lenore who gave us five stars love this so happy to find this podcast um and is there any more i think there might be another one love this pod this pod from pepper pits all the personalities are great um it's really nice love the ball gowns from scarlet begonias (laughs) really loving that um They said this podcast has grown on me since episode one, which I just really appreciate because that means that they like stuck with us. I love it. And um, Gabby3k gave us a black tie attire. I appreciate the formal gowns. <laughs> um, 
And she says, appreciate the formal gowns. I also appreciate that the hosts are able to acknowledge contestants' serial killer eyes. It's all in good fun. Oh, <laughs> good. Thanks, Gabby. Yeah. It's really, really sweet and wonderful. It's really worth reading through them. They're delightful. And then you get to know the listeners a little bit more because there's people all over listening. And one of the... Um, Rating said they're like, actually, I love their personalities. I'm listening to them. I actually don't have anything in common with them other than Great British Baking Show. And that's what I love. And I love oh. that. And and I love that, you know, like that's like the cool thing about podcasts. And that, you know, so oh, that's I so think cool. that's just so sweet. It really warmed my heart. Um, yeah. So thank you so much because you brightened up my personal week. Yes. From those oh, and your friend had that for... big running milestone. <gasps> And Cheech, we of last week we said, "Yay, Cheech, you finished running!" And he actually did finish running right as we were finishing the podcast. So we were like perfect timing, which meant that he ran a whole lot. How oh much did God. he run? A 10k or something yeah, crazy 10K. like that? Which is just wild. So shout go, Cheech! I hope you're stretching. A special shout, shout out, out um, to Cheech from uh, me. I followed him on Instagram, and I just want to shout him out because I think that he's handsome. So he's so <laughs> handsome. He's so funny. He's so talented. I think you guys should meet. I think when you guys go paint in New York, you should meet Cheech. He's like a big famous Broadway star who's so talented and so funny and so amazing and will like be a big famous person on television as well at some point. He's amazing. Fantastic. Um, we have amazing. We have amazing listeners. People are so lovely, talented, fabulous. OK. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is a highlight of my week. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can follow us uh, at Great British Baking Pod on Instagram, and then <laughs> I always forget our Twitter. I think it's Great Brit Bake, something like that. I don't know. You're in charge of it. I think it is. You talked to Brit John Bake. on Great Bake. You talked to John on Great Brit Bake. You talked talk to Tessa on Instagram, but I forward all the messages to everybody else, yep. so everybody else sees Great it too. Great Brit Bake. Um, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Very Gay Clown on Instagram and Jensen and I at Very Gay Paint on Instagram. You can follow me at Jensen Titus, J-E-N-S-O-N-T-I-T-U-S. Wait, I have to take a picture of you guys right now. Listeners, they are sharing one ear pod and just so that they can finish up together. And it is just the most adorable thing. And just for the listeners, <laughs> um, we are sharing one AirPod Pro. Um, just to let you know sort of a little bit about our financial situation what we can do when we're capable of wow. so we've kind of got Brag. a lot of amazing stuff happening one working Airbud Pro oh, it's actually oh, kind of impressive Brag. when you think about it yeah really let those gears turn in your brain and think about what kind of guys are able to share an Airbud Pro okay you guys my corset is so tight I have to take off these heels I have got to take this lace and, and finally frills oh off I've got a whole, uh, I'm going to a gala tonight in this, so I'm actually going to be leaving on my, you know, my, both my garters, um, and I'm going to be sort of strutting out into the street. Wow, strutting oh. with the garters. Are you, that's what you're out, you're just wearing garters? Only two garters. Only two garters. I, and not where you'd think <laughs> I'd be wearing them. And I actually have a four-hour event of sitting alone in the closet and screaming oh. at the pandemic. Oh, <laughs> Too real. Too real. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, our little listeners. Funky. We love having a little, good, a jolly old time with you. 
Oh, we love you, listeners. It's just a few more episodes. We love you. Thank you for sp- hanging out with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Till then. Pop off. Cheerio. Uh, Cheerio. Tip, tip of the day for to you. Top of the day.